Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Senior Living Today. Uh, today, I'm glad to be joined by Tony Berardi, president of Springfield Masonic Community. Tony, thank you for being back with us again today. Happy to be here. Um, so this year has gone by very quickly, and we are already preparing for the holidays. Um, and we know the holiday season is filled with get-togethers, uh, time to get back with family, maybe that our listeners haven't seen in a while. Um, and it's actually a really good time to check in with mom and dad when you're home visiting. Um, so today we're actually going to talk about just that and what warning signs to maybe look for when visiting your loved ones uh, when you're home for the holidays. So Tony, what are some of the things that families should be looking for? So we, we run into this a lot where if it's out of town families or even families that are local but are busy and their schedules don't always line up, that they start to have family get togethers and they show up to mom and dads or aunt and uncles or grandma and grandpas. And there's all kinds of things that they need to, to kind of look at. So when they first pull up to the house, start with a visual inspection like you're coming in to buy the home. You know, pull up into the driveway and just take a look at the outside. Are there things growing in the gutters? That's a big one. Is the, is the, are the grounds kept up? Are there issues with the house? You know, gutters falling down or siding missing, things like that, that maybe their parents uh, didn't know about or didn't address. It can kind of give you a good idea of how mobile they are around the home which is always important because you want to make sure that there's nothing structurally wrong with the house or damage to the house that can cause, you know, safety issues. Then as you kind of enter into the home, take a look around at the cleanliness of the home. And sometimes that can be a little deceiving because things can look organized and not, not always clean. clean. And that's the important part. Mm -hmm. Take a look in the corners, take a look around, you know, the, the non-seating areas of the rooms. Cause of a lot of, uh, of our, of our seniors will, uh, sit in their favorite chair all day, every day. And so that area may look clean because they get up and maybe they pick it up, but take a look around all the areas of the home and make sure that, that the home is, is safe, a, and B, that it's being cleaned. And sometimes you want to make sure that there's certain areas of the house that are even being used, like the bathroom. Um, go into the bathroom, take a look in the medicine cabinet. Look at the dates because expired medication is a problem. Two reasons. A, they may have an inability to go fill their prescriptions. B, maybe they're not going to the doctor regular enough to get the prescriptions filled. Or C, maybe they're just not taking the medications at all. And those are things you want to you know, take a look at, because if someone has a chronic issue, a chronic health issue that the medication's vital to keep it stable and under control, you want to make sure that they're taking those medications and not only taking them, but taking them as they're prescribed. So taking a look at the pill bottles or if they're using a pill minder, if you're there and it's Thanksgiving and it's Thursday and you look at the pill minder and the pill minder is still all full, ask them what day they fill them. Most people fill them on a Sunday because the pill minder goes Sunday to Saturday. So if they're filling them on Sunday and it's Thursday and the pills aren't there, that's that's a problem. So you just want to kind of pay attention to all those little details with the medications and ask them maybe, hey, what's this pill? And see if they can tell you because identifying the pills, then you can kind of look back at the pill bottle if it's still available and make sure that they're taking it appropriately because that's very, very important. Sometimes people get prescribed a medication that they're supposed to take twice a day, but when they set up the pill minder, they only have one bubble for each day. So they put both pills in there and they're taking them all at once instead of once in the morning and once at night. So just kind of understanding what goes where and how they're supposed to take it may help you decipher whether or not they're taking them appropriately or if they're taking them at all. 
take a look at things like the shower. Is the shower really being utilized? Are they staying up on their personal hygiene? And, you know, take a look at like the shampoo and the conditioner. You know, it may be in there. Is it two years old? Is it completely crusted over? You know, those kinds of things. Because you, you just want to kind of take clues on how are they truly caring for themselves? Take a peek in their bedroom if you can. Look at dirty laundry. Take a look at the laundry room. Make sure that you know, all those things are in order. So there's all kinds of little things that you can look at to kind of get an idea of what their what their day's like and how well are they getting around the house and how well are they able to upkeep the house. Because upkeeping the house is important because safety issues can, you know, come out of those and it makes it unsafe for them to be there but then also how well are they able to care for themselves inside that setting you know is the bathroom able to get the walker in there that you see them getting around the house in is the you know bathroom on the same floor if they're using a walker to get around how well are they getting up and down steps uh, in this area we have a lot of tri-level homes so you walk in and you got to either go up or go down to get to living spaces. So how well are they able to traverse that and how safe is it? You know, and be realistic with it. You know, every day is not a good day. So if they're having a really good day that day because they're full of of of, of hope and, and holiday adrenaline cheer because and, yeah. of the holidays <laughs> and they're getting around, what how well do they get around on those bad days? So I think another interesting thing might be to look at their fridge. Always look at the fridge. How safe is the food in the fridge? Um, I mean, we all fall victim to this. You know, every once in a while I go in my cabinet and I grab that mustard that I need and I realize that it actually expired before I needed mm -hmm. it. That's one thing. But when you look in the fridge at the food that they would see each and every day as they open it to get milk or, or get, you know, a, a sandwich or whatnot, how well is that food being kept in there? Is it full of a lot of to-go containers? And are they from yesterday or are they from last week? Um, we have a lot of seniors who receive like Meals on Wheels at home, and that's a great program. But check with those as well, because those are usually dated. Are they something that they got a month ago, a week ago? You know, look at the milk, look at all the food that's in there to see, are they keeping up on it? A, is there enough food? That's always a, a worry. B, the food they have, is it edible and able to be eaten? So in addition of things to look for while inside the home, our listeners might also notice some changes in their loved one's personality. So what are some things that they should look for when socializing with their loved ones? Some warning signs that they should be on alert for. So this one is almost easier when you don't see your loved one every day. Because when you see your loved one every day, sometimes subtle changes go unnoticed because it's just them. It's just them and it's it's normal. If you don't see your loved one every day and you come in for the holidays, try to talk to them about things that they've done recently. Because as we start to have cognitive issues, usually it's the long-term memory that we can remember. So they may have no problem in a discussion where you're remembering when. But if you ask them what they had for breakfast or what they did yesterday or what they did last week, Pay attention to those answers because it's a lot of times it's the short term memory that we start to have issues with. So try to focus in on more recent things, like literally as of this morning. And, mm -hmm. and you know, if you suspect that there's maybe some cognitive issues, try to validate some of those concerns, like ask them what they had for breakfast. And if they say Raisin Bran and you look in the cabinet and they don't have any cereal, let alone Raisin Bran, that's probably a good clue. Mm -hmm. um, but try to focus on more recent things because it's 
usually the long-term memory is the last to go. But then also talk to them about, you know, like paying the bills. Take a look around at mail. Is the mail open? Is the mail organized? Is there mail? Because if there's no mail, we do have seniors who throw all the mail away. Everything's junk mail. And they're not maybe paying bills and they fall behind and, and they you know, may be missing some things there as well. So if you do see some of these warning signs that we've discussed, what next steps should family members take? Should they talk to other family members about this, you know, perhaps their siblings? Um, what do you recommend for next steps? Obviously start with family members. If there are other family members that are close proximity wise, like if you live out of town and you're coming in for the holiday and you're noticing these things, talk to some of those family members. Those discussions aren't always easy because sometimes those family members that do see them more often may take offense like I'm not doing my job or I'm missing something. And that's not the case. It's a it's a simple observation and a simple discussion of they this is what I'm seeing. What do you think? And kind of get their opinion on it. And sometimes what you find is they'll give you more information about the deficit than you even you know, gleaned on your own that you can help zero in on. So from there, once you get an idea of kind of how everybody in the family feels about it, start having very realistic conversations about the what ifs. You know, what if something were to happen? What, like a fall or something like that, what safety measures are in place? Or, hey, I happen to notice that the food's, you know, not up to date in the fridge. We need a system to go through and make sure that there's food in there and so on and so forth and start to build your support uh, either from friends, families, you know, to begin with. And then you can move on to if friends and family aren't able to provide that support, you need to look at whether we need to get some sort of private duty home health in there, maybe reach out to the area agency on aging to see if there's any type of support or start to look for, is it time for mom or dad to not be living independently at home and maybe move to a facility or a campus that has services there that can meet the needs. So if the families do determine that it might be time to move to a senior living community, uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the services the Ohio Masonic Communities offers and how they might be of help um, to families experiencing this situation? Yeah, absolutely. So we have... um, it's a continuum of care retirement community. So we have independent living, which means it's kind of like living at home, but there are some close services like the community center is an on-campus restaurant. So if food and, and ability to get food and things like that is an issue, they have some services here that they could take advantage of. Still live independent in a villa and solve the food issue by being able to go to the community center or to the sandwich shop or even go to the gift shop to pick up some minor grocery uh, items. Um, then we have the apartments where if like you look around and you see that they're struggling with upkeep of the apartment, we offer twice a month housekeeping in the apartment with still the access to the food. And on top of that, one of the things that we didn't touch on is try to find out how isolated they are in the home because socialization is important to Mm -hmm. all of us. If socialization and socialized isolation is an issue, a, a campus setting has tons of things going on. They can always walk out and be around other people or the events and the activities and things that are going on. So those are all part of being an independent living, whether the villas or the apartments. And if it's a care need and they really do need somebody to help them with bathing and dressing and and all the things that you need to be able to get through the day, then we do have assisted living um, options here as well, where there's nurses and aides available to help with personal care. 
Well, Tony, thank you again for joining me today. Um, And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Um, As always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. And we will be back again in two weeks. Mm -hmm.